As agents, we talk so much about getting leads and turning them into clients. And then we talk about maybe nurturing past clients and getting those referrals. I will tell you that the number one place where you need to focus your attention as a newer agent is in transaction. This is where the most you know, memories are made. This is where you'll get the testimonials. This is how you can really scale your business. And if you're doing a great job on lead conversion, they're having a bad experience in transaction, they're going to remember that part. If you're doing a great job on, you know, the back end of it, and they're like, well, but when we're actually selling homes and you weren't, you know, throwing barbecues and parties, then, you know, there's going to be that indecision and that's going to lead to lack of future referral business and repeat client business. So stay tuned right now. I'm going to tell you in transaction, the most important piece of your business and how you can manage that client journey all day long. Let's go. Welcome to the Real Estate Agent Playbook, helping you win at the game of real estate every day. Here is your host, Jeremy Kane. What's up, guys? Jeremy Kane, Real Estate Agent Playbook. Super excited to dive into this one. As you know, I provide white glove service to all of my clients as well as agents. So if you're interested in partnering with me and getting kind of this energy and this kind of training, you know, getting your hands dirty, really helping you build the business, that's great. Um, I would love to chat with you anytime. Our agent Wolfpack, let's really have this conversation because yeah, it might mean changing brokerages, but if it's about you, let's have the conversation. I would love to take your business from A to C as quickly as possible. So as always, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, please share the podcast. I am growing that community. So a, a you know, review would be absolutely appreciated. But let me know what I can do. Comment. Give me some stuff so that I can help answer the questions and future content. All right. So let's get into it. First things first in transaction. Communication is absolutely the key. You have to educate. You have to communicate when things are great. You have to communicate when things are bad. Typically, we just like to communicate when things are good and we kind of shy away from those harder conversations when things aren't going so well. So make sure that that communication absolutely does it. In transaction, I have a template email that kind of goes through, you know, what the next couple of things they need to worry about is. Then once we hit a certain milestone, the next few, the next few, right? That comes from George Bryant. He talks about, you know, when you're into this journey and the client journey, you don't want to, you know, have them in the zone of doubt, right? Okay, we just did the inspection, what's next? Or okay, we're under contract, now what? Right, so he likes to shrink that. Boom, we're under contract, a minute later they get an email saying, you know, this is where the earnest money goes, this is where you should schedule an inspection, this is what you need to get to the lender. Boom, three things, right? So you don't want that zone of doubt to be like, oh, I wonder where the earnest money's delivered. I wonder when my agent's gonna, you know, and as you go, that zone of doubt grows. So that's something to definitely consider. Next, don't drown them in the journey, right? I don't say, hey, we're under contract. Here's the next thing that's gonna go on the next 30 days while we're under contract. Two, three, four things at a time is max. Give them those quick to-dos, get it done, and move forward, right? And the next is the inverse journey, right? Once they've signed a contract, once they're under contract on a home, they have already know all about you. They don't need to know about your inspection negotiation skills. They don't need to know really anything else about you because you're putting that all on socials and doing it all on your marketing anyways. So make it all about them, right? Flip the script. What's this look like for you? Oh, you know, maybe this person doesn't have an email account. So how are we gonna take that templated email that kind of goes through the three steps that's educational and bring it to them, right? So change it, they can't, they don't have to fit in your box, you have to fit in theirs. So make sure that you're focused on that, especially, um, you know, as you go under contract in those big milestones. 
Next is, you know, stay relational and think about bigger picture, right? I've been there. It's a $200 part. It's a $200 service. It's a $200 this, right? So, you know, say they're at inspection, there's a leaky faucet, okay? The, the buyer's stuck on doing it. The seller's like, I don't need to do that. I'll just go back on the market and get more money anyways. You as the agent has to be like, okay, you know, we could try fixing this through Home Depot or, you know, I can get a quote for you, whatever. But if that sticking point, I've had sticking points as low as $50, right? Well, step in as an agent and be like, I'll cover that, right? If it's that important to you to get to the next transaction, you think it's a good, good buy. If you, if it's that important to you to close it, step up, open your pocketbook. 50 bucks could save you, you know, a ton of time on showing new homes and whatever. Now, make sure that it's a good buy and it's not, you know, a, a can of worms, but this is where the relationship really starts, right? Stepping in and problem solving, you know, try, try, try. The seller's not going to do it. The buyer's not going to do it. You know, my, they don't want to hire my plumber to do it when they move in because they have to move in right away. What can you do to step in there and solve the problem? Usually it involves, hey, you know, I'll, I'll cover that for you. I'll get that scheduled for you. I'll take care of that. And if you can do that, and it's fully legal where you're at, which it is where I am, then get in there and just do it, right? Take care of that. Oh, Jeremy went the extra mile, right? And then, you know, what's that save you on the time on the back end, right? It, it means the time that you've already put in isn't wasted and you're here to go. Now, there's limits to that, thousands of dollars, whatever, I get it, but work on that. If your negotiation skills are excellent and it's just not working, sometimes the seller's gonna be hard-headed and he's not gonna fix that. So you step in and you help out, that'll take the relationship forward because you're moving forward, right? It's still a positive experience. Oh yeah, remember when the seller was you know, so hard-headed on that? Or remember when I was so hard-headed on that as a buyer? Like, I can't believe that, but my agent stepped right in, solved the problem and got me into my dream home. I am really glad that this worked out because of that you know, small, small fix. So. That's huge. And oftentimes as agents, you're told, you know, never, never do anything, never do that. I've bought washers and dryers. I've, I've done it all, right? I've paid for radon systems. I've paid for move out cleaning when I wasn't supposed to, just to make the experience what it should be. Stepping in, not having an additional ask for your client goes a long way in those testimonials, in those referrals. Next is provide little gifts and unexpected nuggets, right? I love providing gifts. You know, hey, congratulations, we're under contract. I know it's been stressful. Why don't you and the, the wife go out for a nice dinner, right? On me, here's a gift card, go enjoy it. Like there's more stressful parts to come with moving. Um, here you go, boom, little gifts like that. Or, hey, we're through inspection, now it's time to start packing. Here's, you know, a, a starter mover set, tape and markers and boxes and labels and, and that kind of stuff. So different little nuggets within the transaction will really make it a thing. Because what's that look like when, you know, the they, you know, your friends over there and they're like, oh man, like, I wish we could just go out, but we have to pack all these boxes and we don't have the money. Like we're trying to save for the move. Oh, my agent paid for one of our dinner at, you know, our favorite restaurant during that time. I remember that, that was cool. Or, you know, I'm collecting boxes from grocery stores and liquor stores and whatever. Oh, my agent sent like a moving pack to me so we could get started. So we didn't have to do as much. We didn't have to go out and get those supplies. So those little gifts, those little nuggets um, are absolutely appreciated. They could be as little as video. Like, hey guys, 
we you know got final loan approval congratulations super excited to move forward like people remember that too look back at my testimonials proofs in the pudding they say you know jeremy sent a video at this at each stage and you know so those little things maybe you don't have the the you know capital to kind of have the gifting and and expand that out but maybe you can do just something a little bit different that they're going to remember right that way when someone else is having that experience they're like oh this is that or hopefully before that person you know gets in contract with the other hey you should reach out to jeremy he was he was on top of it he you know hooked us up with a night out just as celebratory he also gave us a closing gift you know a lot of realtors just focus on that closing gift if i see you know anybody on a facebook group hey this is my client he's an investor what should i buy him for a closing gift dude i don't know like i don't know your client you should know your client. You should have that relationship with them. So those are things that, you know, you can kind of expand the gifting out. And that closing gift doesn't have to be such a, you know, a thing, right? It doesn't, you still do it. I still do it. But it doesn't have to be the only thing that you're giving them as a gift or a thank you. You can spread it out and do things along the way. And I'm telling you, in transaction, it's huge. And so when we step back, you know, a lot of agents talk about, oh, I don't want to be transactional. I want to be relational. Um, this is the defining moment, right? Are you just doing, you know, check in boxes? You got them as a lead. You got them as a client. Now they're under contract. Are you just pushing forward to get this closed? Or are you actually doing something in order to change that relationship forever, to build that lifelong relationship? And that is absolutely huge. And in transaction is the most stressful time. They don't have the shiny penny at the end, you know, as a homeowner. They don't have, you know, it's, it's a grind, right? They have lenders asking them for them. They have fees to pay inspectors. They have inspection reports to do. They have negotiations to kind of be a part of emotionally with, with the seller. And you can come in and ease that, take on some of that burden of some of that stress, right? Let me kind of help guide you through this inspection and do the negotiations. Then I'll come to you with, okay, this is kind of what, what we got lined out, right? And so if you can bear some of that burden of stress for your client, it'll absolutely help both buyer and seller. A lot of this is focused on buyer, but flip the script, very similar as a seller. Educate, communicate, negotiate, and all the things. I guess there's a lot of eights. So, um, but you can definitely incorporate this on both sides. So if you're interested in, in being that relational realtor that you know has loyal clients and has those repeat client and repeat client referrals and just in general referrals, absolutely something to focus on is this part of the process the most stressful part you know is getting packed and getting moved and you know all that stuff is just so stressful not to mention cost costly so nail this down scaling your business absolutely relies on these 30 days right these 30 days with the client will absolutely make or break their experience, how they're going to talk about you, you know, moving forward and if they're going to use you on the next transaction. So dial it in, make it absolutely next level and focus on this, right? As real estate agents, we don't focus on this enough. If you would like to chat, game plan call, just, you know, ask me questions about different ideas that you can use based on your personality. Would love to do that. Book a call, game plan call, I call it in the comments below. And please like, comment, subscribe, share the podcast, and we'll see you next time. Go get a win today. Bye-bye.